Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about managing a website writing project. Now, writing a website, especially from scratch, can be a very lucrative project. In fact, it's one of my favorite types of projects for a number of reasons. Uh, Reason number one is that it's a long-form project, so it's a nice, meaty project to get. It's not like a a short writing gig, like uh, writing a blog post or writing a short ad, where realistically you can only charge a few hundred dollars. A website writing project, especially one from scratch, is a long-form project, so you can charge a nice dollar for it. It's a meaty project to have. Another reason why I like website writing projects is that they're high-profile. Often, um, within a company, a lot of eyes are on this type of project. You know, the CEO is involved, the business owners involved, the VP of marketing is involved, simply because it's high-profile. After all, it's the company website. So everybody's watching it. And companies tend to be willing to invest uh, the dollars they need to do a great job with the design and the content. So that's reason number two. And number three is that a website is arguably the most important type of content that a company produces in order to help sell their products and services. It's the core of their marketing. It's the grand central station of their marketing, the, the website. So it communicates their branding, it helps sell their products and services, it helps generate leads. I can go on and on with the benefits of a great website and great content on a website. So when you're discussing a website writing project with a potential client, you can point this out. Uh, You can point out how important the content is in their branding and lead generation and generating sales and new clients, new customers. And this is especially important when you are quoting your fees. (laughs) You can justify how great content impacts their bottom line directly. And another reason why I like website writing projects so much is that it positions you within a company as the go-to copywriter for branding, sales, content writing. And the reason for that is that, again, the website is high profile, and if you wrote it, you're well positioned to write other marketing pieces that a company needs. Look at it this way. If you're a marketing director of a company, and you've worked with a copywriter, and they've, they've written your website for the new website, and you love the copy, aren't you going to go back to that writer when you need an email campaign written, when you need an ad written, when you need a white paper or case study written? Well, of course you are because they wrote your website, and you see the website every day. It's a constant reminder of the great writing that copywriter has done for you. So those are the reasons why I like writing websites and why website writing projects can be such great projects. And that's the reason why you can charge well for this type of project. Um, Typically, you can charge anywhere from, at the very low end, i say about $1,500, for a very simple professional services website with a home page and perhaps a services page and an about page, or for more complex uh, website writing projects, anywhere to f- up to $5,000 and more. 
So these are nice paying projects. Now, I know what you're thinking. You can go on one of those freelance job sites uh, that you see on the internet. There's many of them out there. And you'll see uh, pitches and bids and advertising for website writers. And they charge $100 for a website or $50 for a website. That's not the market you and I are in. We're professional B2B copywriters. We charge professional rates for professional services. And we attract clients that want to work with professionals who charge those rates. So just to keep that in mind. Um, But you can charge anywhere from $1,500 to $5,000 and up. So these are nice projects. But, and this is a big but, handling a website writing project can be very hard work. And if you don't manage the project effectively, it can go off the rails very, very quickly. And there's certain characteristics of a website writing project that uh, you don't find in other types of projects. So you got to be aware of those so you don't trip over those when you're, when you're uh, handling a website writing project. Otherwise, you may end up taking a much longer to write a website than you thought it was going to take, and maybe you didn't budget for, and you may end up with copy on a website that's not as good as you would like it to be, and worse, you may end up with a client who at the end of the process is not as delighted with your copy as you hope they would be. So you want to manage it correctly. Now, I can do a whole writing seminar here on how to write a website and manage a website writing project, but we don't have all day. So let me give you some high-level tips on how to manage a website writing project. These are just uh, a hodgepodge of tips that I think are important. Uh, Obviously, you're going to do all the normal things you do when you manage any copywriting project. You're going to get all the information that you need. You're going to have to speak with your client, ask a lot of questions. You do all this stuff, but here are some unique tips just for managing a website writing project. Tip number one, find out what the client likes. This is a little like being a house painter and bringing a client some swatches and putting them up on the wall and saying, which colors do you like? What I find happens with website writing projects is that a client will have noticed copy on other websites. They'll, they'll watch their competitors' websites or they'll, find, they'll see other websites or website pages that they really like and admire. And they want their website to have some of those elements. So ask that question. Ask your client, hey, have you seen some other websites or website pages that you like? And what I often do with a client is uh, uh, we'll go on a tour. I'll say, you know, let's, let's, because I'm on a phone meeting with them, I'll say, let's visit some of these websites or website pages that you particularly like and, let's, like, and let's talk about them, and let's see what you like about them. So maybe we can use some of those ideas and some elements in your website. And the client will show me three or four websites, and we'll visit them together. And I'll ask them, I'll say, what do you like about this webpage? Do you like the, is it the design that you like? Is it the structure, how the copy is structured? Is it the headlines that you like? Are the headlines particularly cool or creative or or whatever the case may be? And here's an important one. Is it the writing style? Do you like how it's written? Okay, so find out not only what they like, but why they like it. Okay, and that'll give you some guidance as to how to write uh, 
your client's website based in part by what they like and what they're looking for. And another question I ask when we're doing this website tour as well is I'll ask the client, you know, why do you think this design, this structure, this writing style will work for your target audience? Why do you think that's the right approach for your marketplace? And that's an important question to ask as well because they might not have asked that question themselves. Because just because they like something on another website doesn't mean it's the right uh, approach for their website. So keep that in mind and ask those questions. But find out what the client likes. That's really, really important. Tip number two, give them an example of your writing style. This is really important. You want to manage expectations as to what they're going to get from you. And the best way to do that is to show them a couple of samples of your web writing and ask, ask them, say, you know, here is a couple of examples of how I write a website. Is this the type of writing style and approach and personality that you want in your website writing? And I'll always do this. I'll send two or three samples. And my style actually doesn't differ that much, but I vary it a little bit depending on the client. And I'll give them two or three samples. And I'll insist that they read them because I want them to know in advance what to expect from me when it comes to copy. That way they're not disappointed <laughs> later on. They know what they're getting from me. And I'll ask them if, if this style works for them. Is this what they're expecting? Is this what they want? Now, the funny thing is, is that when clients hire you to write a website, sometimes they don't ask for samples or sometimes they won't read examples that you have on your website. You may have a link to your portfolio, but don't assume clients will have read the samples on your portfolio link to get a sense of your writing style. Believe it or not, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they'll hire you for many different reasons. So you want to make sure they understand your style. So when you write the copy, they're not disappointed. They get a sense of what they're going to get. So, you know, give them examples of your writing and insist that they read a couple of those examples. So that's number two. Number three, you want to have an in-depth phone meeting or web conference to strategize the content. Here's what I do. I will book an appointment, a phone appointment with the client. I'll tell the client in advance, you know, this is a strategy session on, on the content of your website, and it's going to take about an hour. And we get on the phone, and we discuss each page of the website. We discuss what the content is going to be. We strategize together as far as what we're going to say and how we're going to say it. I ask questions about the content. I ask them what uh, they should be emphasizing, you know, what the key messages are going to be. You know, I ask a lot of questions about the content and we get on the same page as far as what to say and how to say it on each page of the website. And depending on how long this website is, this discussion can take anywhere from I've, I've, I've had meetings as short as a half an hour, but realistically, usually it takes about an hour. So make sure they understand that and book that discussion. And here's the thing. Always record this conversation. There are many ways you can do that. Uh, there are plugins on Skype where you can record the conversation. There's plugins and apps for your phone where you can record the conversation. You can go on a teleconference line 
Most teleconference lines will have a recording function, but record the conversation. Uh, don't rely on just taking notes because when you record the conversation, you can, you can have a more interactive conversation. You can focus on listening to what the client says rather than frantically try to type in or, or make notes and get it right. And here is another step I want you to take is transcribe it. Have that one-hour conversation transcribed. There's a transcription service I use where, uh, well, the last website project I did just a couple weeks ago, I had a 65-minute meeting with the client to go over each page of the website, strategize the content, and the transcription cost me about $160, and I got 24-hour service. So I sent in the uh, recording. The next day, I got a transcription for $160. Bucks. It doesn't have to be a perfect transcription. I don't want it to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfectly formatted. It's called a rough transcription. But by having it transcribed, you can so easily go back and, and confirm what needs to be said. And you can review the conversation you have with the client. You can circle through this transcript and highlight sections that are important. And here's another advantage. Sometimes when you're having a conversation with a client and you're brainstorming the content for their website, you, you just naturally come up with ideas on the fly for headlines and lines of copy and, and key messages you should have. Sometimes the client comes up with some good ideas during this conversation. Sometimes you do. And recording this conversation and transcribing it captures all those magic moments where you've just instantly come up with some ideas for the copy. And you can literally cut and paste some of this copy from the transcript directly into the, into the website. So it gives you this record. It's a fantastic tool. Now, do you charge the client for this transcription? I recommend you do not. Just make it part of your process and build it into your website quote. Trust me, uh, have, having your conversation transcribed will be the best couple hundred dollars you ever spend on, on a website. So that's tip number three. Tip number four, find out who the designer is. Who is the web designer? Now, you may have brought in a web designer or recommended a web designer. The client may have their own web designer. Find out who that is. And, and ask the client if you can introduce yourself to that web designer. You want to collaborate closely with the web designer. You want to find out what stage they're at in the web design. They may have already come up with a template and a general design idea for the website before you're, you're even brought into a project. So you want to find that out. And also you want to create a good relationship with the designer. The designer or web design firm may have got the project first and they may feel a little bit uneasy or even threatened that you're suddenly brought into the project and who are you and you know what's your role in this project and you know they, they may feel a little uncomfortable so you want to develop a good relationship with the designer so you can collaborate together effectively for your client and there's another more selfish reason why you want to do this is that that designer may be a source of referrals and in fact, you may be a good source of referrals for them. So <laughs> be sure to develop a good relationship with them. So that's number four. Number five, when you're budgeting 
and uh, a website writing project, when you're deciding what to, what to quote the client, build in uh, some room in your budget for extras. Because invariably, there will be extra work that you'll have to do. I've never worked on a website copywriting project yet that, then that went exactly as scoped. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, I may have scoped uh, writing a home page and two services pages and a short blurb for the content page. And then when writing the project, what invariably happens is that the client wants some extras. They... They want some headlines for some sliders that suddenly became part of the website writing project. You know, it wasn't at the beginning, but suddenly those were added in by the designer. Or they might need some copy for a different page or a little blurb to uh, introduce their blog. Or there could be many other elements of the website that they need some extra copy for. So make sure you budget in some elbow room to do this because you don't want to have to go back to the client and ask for extra money for these little extras. You want to be able to just do those and feel comfortable that you have a budget to do that. Now, of course, if there's a big change in the project, if the client wants several extra pages or a whole new section of the site, or they just change everything, that's different. Then you have to discuss revising the budget with the client. But you, for the little extras, you don't want to have to budget. You don't want to have to charge the client for. So make sure you budget accordingly there. Give yourself some extra room for these extras. So that's number five. And tip number six is to prepare to be a brand consultant. One of the things that differentiates a website project from, say, an email campaign or an ad or a sales page is that not only do you have to sell your clients' products and services on the website, but you also have to communicate your, your client's brand. And sometimes the client already has figured out how to do that, that they, have a, they may have a, a brand strategy platform or they may be able to describe how they like to be described, which is what branding is. Uh, to you so you can do that on the website but sometimes they don't sometimes they don't have a clear idea of what their brand is and they need help from you to do that now I don't have time to get into brand writing on this podcast but I did another full podcast on brand writing not too long ago the title is b2b brand writing and you can find it on on the past episodes of this podcast on iTunes or on b2bwritingsuccess.com. But the point I'm trying to make here is that be prepared for it. Ask the client how they like their brand described, if they know their brand personality, if they have boilerplate descriptions of their products and services and their company. And if they don't have that stuff, then you can expect that you can have to spend some time with your client, asking them questions and and doing actually a little bit of consulting here on how they're going to describe their brand and what their brand's going to be all about because that impacts what you say on the website. It also impacts the style of writing that you use for their website. So you got to be prepared for this. And it, this is a little extra time. You have to budget for this if the client hasn't done this work. So be prepared to be a brand consultant. Don't be surprised by that. Don't go budgeting a website and then realize you got to spend a couple hours or more with the client to try to figure out their brand. Ask those questions in advance. So those are six tips for managing a website writing project. You want to find out what the client likes by having them show you other websites and other web pages that they like. 
You want to give them an example of your writing style so they know what to expect from you. You want to have an in-depth phone meeting and you want to record that meeting and you want to transcribe that meeting. You want to find out who the designer is, uh, the web designer, and you want to introduce yourself to that person and collaborate with them closely. You want to make sure that you budget for extras because there's going to be extras Extra copywriting work when you work on a website writing project. Believe me, there will be, so budget for it. And you need to be prepared to be a brand consultant if possible and help the client flesh out what their brand identity and personality is all about if they haven't done that already. So you got to be prepared for that. Ask some questions in advance so that doesn't surprise you. So those are some tips for writing, uh, for managing website writing projects. I hope you found it helpful because website writing projects are great projects. I really enjoy doing them. And I think if you haven't done any yet, I think you'll enjoy doing them too. So I'm Steve White, and I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And do me a favor. If you have any questions or feedback or especially topic ideas, send me an email. You can reach me at steve at steveslawnwhite.com. I'd be delighted to hear from you. And for past episodes of this podcast, and especially to do a search for that podcast I mentioned earlier on brand writing, uh, you can go to iTunes or go to www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. You'll find all the past episodes of this podcast right there. So that's it for this week. Until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.